The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. In the city of Bnei Brak, there was a large residential building, apartment building, with many families in the building. The ground floor was uh, an apartment that was owned by an almana, by a widow, with, and she had a furniture store. You know, she sold furniture out of her apartment. And what she would do is, she would get one of her workers each morning to take some of the furniture, a couch, a love seat, a sofa, an armchair, and place it in the chatzar, in the small courtyard right next to the street. So when people walking by would say, that's a really nice couch, I wonder like how much that costs. And they would come in, and that was one of the ways that she attracted sales. The problem was that the people in the building were not thrilled with that. I mean, the courtyard of the, of the building doesn't belong to you, it belongs to all of us. And none of us moved into here to have a furniture display in our courtyard. And therefore, they told the woman, you have no right to do this. She says, what do you mean? But it's my only way to make parnasa. It's a lot of my sales come from people that walk by. Please have rachmanis. I'm a almana. She's a widow. But it became, there became this some friction developed and a fight broke out. And what, is, what do Yidin do? What do Jews do when they can't come to a resolution? They go to Bezdin. So they went to the Bezdin of Reb Nisim Karelitz. She said her side, how this drives up sales, and that's how she supports her family. And she's an almana. She's a widow. And she's deciding there's orphans. And the people said, we understand. We care about you. But at the same time, you have no right to use the chatzar. It's common area. It doesn't belong to you. And it's an eyesore. It's just, we have guests and people come over. It's like, what, what's with the furniture there? And Mr. Karelitz listened carefully to both sides. And he paskened. And he said to the widow, I would love to accommodate you, but api halacha, the courtyard doesn't belong to you. In order for you to be able to put your furniture in the courtyard, you need to get the consent of every single person who is a shutaf, who's a partner in this courtyard. And I'm sorry, you can't continue using it unless they all agree. But then he turned to the parties involved. And he says, listen, you're right that by the letter of the law, she has no right to put her stuff there, and you can tell her not to. You can protest. But she's an almana, she's a widow. And even if she wasn't, it's her livelihood. It's chesed. And as Jewish people, we're rachmanim, b'nei rachmanim, we're compassionate, and we're merciful people, and we're kind people. I I suggest that you have a discussion amongst yourselves. And maybe, just maybe, you could find it in the recesses of your hearts to go above and beyond what halacha says. And become bali chesed, people whose lives are steeped in kindness, that think about another person before themselves. It'll only bring you bracha. It'll only bless you. They said they heard, and they went back home, and they had a meeting of all the neighbors, all the tenants in the building, besides for this woman, obviously. And what was interesting is that every single person said, you know what, after hearing the words of Ramnissim, or hearing it said over, they said, you know, we all want bracha, we all want blessing in our life. Let's go above and beyond. If we do that, the Rabbi Shalom will come back at us and to go with bracha, with blessing above and beyond. But there was one person who lived a few, fl- few flights up from the courtyard, so he saw the courtyard every time he came out to his, his uh, porch, he was able to see you know, the furniture, and he says, I'm sorry. He says, we have halacha, we have Jewish law, we have the Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch Paskin says she's wrong, and that we're right, and she has no permission to put it there, and I'm sorry. It's nice to do chesed, and there's chesed organizations for chesed, but there's bezdin for psak halacha. And therefore, it's not a discussion, I'm sorry. I am not willing to give in, and she has no right. She better take her stuff away. They didn't have a consensus. What were they supposed to do? And they said, went back to the woman. They said, I'm sorry, I have to move your stuff. She said, okay, I will, maybe. And she didn't do it, the truth is. She didn't do it. And every time this fellow would walk by, he was very angry at her, and sometimes he would say something. A few months later, this fellow, this fellow who didn't want to be mevater, who didn't want to concede, who didn't want to go above and beyond, his child was on his mirpeset. This child was playing on the porch and started climbing up the railing and sadly somehow wiggled through two of the iron rails and fell down three flights of stairs into the courtyard. And the child would not have survived. There would have been a Levi that day. 
But you see, miracle of miracles, wonder of wonders, the child fell directly onto one of the large couches. And the child was hurt, but not seriously. And when Atzala came, and the ambulance came, everyone said, had the child not landed on the couch, the child would not have been alive. The couch saved the child's life. You can only imagine how the fellow upstairs, the action, the stubborn fellow, who wanted to follow the letter of the law, the charata and the remorse that he felt, he'd received a direct message from the Rabbi Shalalam. Stay off. Stay away. Don't go by the letter of the law. Go above and beyond. Machlekes, disagreement, strife, is the worst thing that's there in Klal Yisrael. Says Rabbi I gave you a second chance here. Make sure you don't ruin it. And obviously going forward, he was the biggest advocate to allow the woman to keep her furniture in the courtyard and a number of occasions even helped her bring it out. You know, sometimes our, I guess you could say our default is to stand up for our values, to stand up for what we believe in and what's right and the law. But it's not how we work. Because when we work and we live our lives that way, then there's machlekes, then there's strife, then there's disagreement, then there's controversy and there's conflict. But when we're able to reach deep into the recesses of our heart and say, you know, I want shalom in my life. I want peace in my home. Then we live our lives that way. And the Rebbe gives us tremendous bracha. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.